Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to the movie cast. And I'm sorry that I haven't posted an episode in well, I didn't have an episode last week. And that's because a family um family thing kinda came up and I had to deal with it. But I am back and I am recording my podcast and I've been active on Twitter, so if you haven't um seen me uh, if you want to know what's what I'm watching, what I'm doing, what I'm catching up on, it's all on Twitter. Um, I post a lot of movie news on there. Um, it's at Main MovieCast, so I'll put it down in the description so you can copy and paste it onto your Twitter um, search bar thing, and then you'll find me. Um, I have a Bugs Bunny picture. I've always had that, and yeah. So this week we have... A lot of news and stuff that we will get into. We have a lot of trailers, and I'm real excited to get into this episode. So, yeah, let's get into it. By the way, before we get started, I did not actually have a chance to go see Venom Let There Be Carnage. I'm pretty sure I addressed this on Twitter, but in case you don't follow me on Twitter, I didn't have a chance to watch it, which I am very disappointed about, but, yeah, um... I'll definitely have a um, review next week, though, because I'm a work or volunteer at a movie theater on November 6th, I think. Um, I don't know what movie's playing, uh, but, well, it depends on what the movie is, honestly. But if it's a good movie, then, yeah, I'll review it, like, like sci-fi action. But if it's, like, a drama movie, then I'm probably not going to do it. Like, if it's, like, No Time to Die, then, yeah, sure, why not? But if it's not... Uh, um. If it's not any of it's if it's if it's like I don't know um I know it's not it but like Cinderella um I know that was only an Amazon movie but if it was like that movie then I'm not gonna review it because I don't know I'm just not into that kind of stuff but I'm trying to think of the movies that it could be but anyway um I did not get a review for Venom Let's Be Carnage so. I do have a review of Squid Game, which I will review later on in the episode, like, like probably, like, one of the last two segments, but, yeah, so, follow me on Twitter, be sure to do that, um, and yeah, so, let's just start the episode. Okay, so for the first segment of this week's episode, um, I have... A ranking of every single Halloween franchise movie with Michael Myers. Um, I have 11 of them. I don't have 12 because I haven't seen Halloween Kills yet. And I don't think that I'm going to watch it on Peacock. Just because I've seen all of the Halloween movies on Peacock. And I just want to experience one in theaters if I can. If I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. But yeah, so... I'm pretty sure that's all I need to say. Um, yeah. Okay, so for number 11, I have Halloween Resurrection. I feel like this is where they were starting to run out of ideas. And after this, it's where they rebooted it with the 2008, no, seven, 2007 um, reboot. And But Halloween Resurrection didn't come out till like 19, I want to say 90s. But I could be wrong. So, number 11 is Halloween Resurrection. Okay, so for number... <clears throat> sorry. Um, so, for number 10, 
Is it 10? Yeah, we have Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Um, I have a few problems with this movie. Uh, most of them are all can are all um based around the main character that doctor did um so this doctor he's totally a what's the guy word for huh he's like a player he's a player he's like James Bond. He just, like, he meets a girl, and then 10 seconds later, he's in their pants. Mm, that didn't come out right, but, like, with that one main character girl that says she's related to the, um, guy that got killed at the beginning of the movie, um, they meet, and then Texas, and, like, they drive for, like, I don't know, an hour, and then they go to a hotel room, and they're already, woohoo, um, and... <laughs> And it's just kind of, a little, it feels a little rushed. No, um, but, and what doesn't make sense is that she's, that she ends up being a robot at the end. It just doesn't make sense. Because wouldn't she be like heavy or something? And would she be able to cry or something? Would she be able to even have emotion? But, it doesn't make sense, but um, I don't know why Connor Cochran would even make her to go to him. I'm guessing that she was made to finish him off if he wasn't already finished off or something, but I don't know. Um, honestly, this this shouldn't be titled Season of the Witch. It should be like total, titled Season of the Silver Samrock or Season of Connell Cochran or <laughs> The Revenge of Connell Cochran. Or something stupid like that, but it's not, it has no witches in it. It just no witches in it. It's so it bases around the story. Um, Connell Cochran, he's a mask maker, and he's trying to get all these kids to get these silver shamrock masks. Then on Halloween, they're gonna put it on and look at their television set, and somehow they're all gonna transform into like bugs and snakes and crap. Like, how, do, how does this rattlesnake just come out of a kid's brain? I mean, what? Makes no sense. Um, and then at the end, when, um, um, when that main character guy, um, and that lady are in the car, and then they crash, and she, when she attacks him, why did she attack him, like, right off the bat, when, when he starts, like, and when he's about to kill Connell Cochran? Like, it makes no sense, but I guess they needed the story to go on from there, but whatever. Um, but this one actually doesn't have, like, a good ending for any but for people. Um, up until, well, um, this one, he's trying to get the police to take down the Silver Shamrock commercial, and... They're unable to take down one channel, and then a bunch of kids turn into, or, well, you don't see it, but a bunch of, like, everyone turns into, like, snakes and stuff. But, yeah, it was kind of weird to see that kid just start turning into random crap, but whatever. So, that's number 10. Number 9 is Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. 
I just don't like this movie at all. It dives way too deep into that cult thing that Michael Myers was in. They shouldn't have even had him in the cult. He should just be this deranged mental guy that's somehow immortal, pure evil, or whatever. That doesn't make any sense. And he just wants to kill everybody. Like, I love Paul Rudd. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it just doesn't, it's just not a very good movie. Um, and this is like really early in his acting career with him playing Danny. But Michael Myers is trying to like kill him. But obviously the, that one doctor has to be in. He's in all, he's in like all the original Michael Myers movies and he's in the new ones too. Um, what's his name? Um, I forgot his name. He's that bald guy that got, um, blew, he got, who got blown up in Halloween 2 in the hospital, but yeah. So, I don't know how to say it, but it's just not a very good movie. Um, they have a little bit too much, or they, they, it takes a while to get, like, you have to pay attention a lot. Usually all these Halloween movies are just popcorn movies where you just sit down and watch them. But this one you have to pay attention to like a lot of it. So number five is, uh, or number nine, sorry, is Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Number, <clears throat> sorry, number eight, we have Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Um, this one follows Jamie's uh, story after Halloween 4. Um, it's a little rough, I'm not going to lie. Uh, he kills that one, um, spoiler, it's, if you haven't already switched it off. But Michael Myers kills that babysitter that was the main character in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Um... And eventually, oh yeah, and then, um, Halloween 9, Jamie dies. I forgot to mention that last time. But, yeah, so number 8 is Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Do they, does, do people always have to have, be, like, does there always have to be, like, a nude lady or girl in these movies? Like, I don't think there needs to be that in every single horror movie. There has to be one, apparently, but... I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just like a thing. You have to have like something of that in a rated R movie, or it has, to, or it can't be rated R because these wouldn't be rate, be rated R if it weren't for um, the nudity in them because it doesn't have much blood. One of the first few, it doesn't. I'm trying to think of when the blood starts. I'm pretty sure it just starts in the reboots. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, but yeah, that's just, yeah. So in Halloween 5, um, there was this, okay, so Jamie, uh, she gets, like, really freaked out, and she can't talk for a majority of the movie, and I don't know why. I'm pretty sure she had, like, she was in shock, but... I can, I can understand it. I mean, she's only like, what, 10, 5, 7, and she 
narrowly escape Michael Myers. I mean, it's not that it's it's pretty traumatizing for a seven year old. Um, but yeah, this one is I still enjoyed it, but I really wasn't engaged in it that much. But it was still an okay movie to watch. If you want to watch, you can. Um, I wouldn't say that it's a great movie, but it is still a pretty good movie. This is probably where they start getting, or no, after number seven, like six and up is probably where they start getting good again. So, that number eight is Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Number seven is Halloween 2 from 2009. Um, this is probably the the last, not bad, but not very good movie. Like, just in the me- happy medium. It just, they took a lot out of the last one, and they killed, and it's just too much nudity. Ah! Um, but we didn't really need this, um, and there's a reason why they rebooted it again instead of just adding on to this franchise, and it's probably because of this movie and how bad it did and how not accepted it was. It's still, in my eyes, it was still better than Halloween 5, but a lot of people didn't like this one, and I can see why. Um, it's rated R. All these are rated R, by the way. Um, but it definitely needs... They should have had more character development. They should have had more of Michael Myers. They He killed way too many people, and there's just not enough, like... Lori Strode, she dies, I mean, everyone's dying, it's just kind of crazy and hard to take in all at once, it's just a little confusing at times, but still better than Halloween 5 in my opinion, you can all have your different opinions, but for number 7 is 2009's Halloween 2, so for number 6 is Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, sorry, Um, this is where we're first introduced to Jamie, who is the daughter of Lori Strode, um, and apparently after Halloween 2, uh, Lori got married, had a, um, kid, but then died in a, uh, then her husband and her both died in a car wreck, leaving the kid an orphan. And so, she gets taken in by these, this family, um, they're pretty nice, I mean, the daughter's kind of, like, she's a teenager. What do you expect? I mean, there's only so much you can do with a, with a teenager. Well, there's only so much you can do with a little kid and a teenager that a teenager's trying to live her life, but but a kid's, like, just keeps interfering, and, like, she has to babysit, but she wants to hang out with her, with her scumbag ex- or, well, now he's just, well, she discovers that he's a scumbag after she couldn't go out with him, and then she finds out that he was cheating on her. Um, but yeah, so, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers is number 6. Yeah, so for number 5 is Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Um, they brought back Laurie Strode as Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode in this one. Um, this is the one Halloween movie that 
well, this is probably the one offshoot. Well, this is probably the best sequel that they've had. That like that that's beyond like number two. This is the best. Well, Halloween two still up there, but this is the best. I'm not explain it. It's just number. It's just number five. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just wasting your time. So that's number five. Number four is Halloween, the 2007 version. Um, this one had way too much nudity. You did not need to see any of that, any of that girl junk or anything like that. I mean, usually there's like a breast or two, but nothing like this. This is just way too much in this one, and they do. They definitely modernized it for sure but they took it a little bit too far but it's still a very great movie um it takes that michael myers grip from 1978 and they just step it up five steps of the stairs it's just way bloodier way more swearing way more death way more murdering way more everything it's just a really crazy movie, and it, that's probably one of, one of the reasons why I liked it so much. Um, so yeah, um, Halloween from 2007 is number four. So for number three, I have Halloween 2 from 1981. It's the original sequel to the original Halloween movie. So this one takes place right after the events of the original Halloween, where Jamie Lee Curtis, or Laurie Strode, is taken to the hospital, um, presuming, well, Michael Myers is not is missing and then but they think that he's dead because that doctor oh his name is Loomis Dr. Loomis he's saying that um he shot him six times but he's still alive and everyone's like if you shot him six times he's dead but then he breaks into that um he uh, Michael Myers breaks into the hospital kills a bunch of, like pretty much everyone there and everyone dies and I I like that one kid in there. I think his name is like Bobby. I don't know. He plays Alex in The Last Starfighter. If you've ever seen that show. But I liked his character. He has the afro. What kind of afro thingy? He has an afro going on. He works at the hospital. But I, I kind of like this character. Um, there was this jerk that got killed like early, early on. And like like they said in Scream, if you get, if you have during a horror movie, then you're dead. If you lose your virginity during a horror movie, then you're dead. Um, but if you survive staying a virgin, then you're still alive. Um, well, except for, well, I don't know if that, well, sometimes, sometimes not. It just depends if you see, if you're in the way that of Michael Myers or not. Um, but I kind of like this movie just because of how it just takes place in the same night, and you don't have to learn a whole new plot line, you just have to see the first one in order to see this one, it's just, it's just one of those classic horror movies that you could just watch and not get bored of, honestly, it's just, it has that 80s, it just has that 80s horror to it, even though it was made three years later, they're able to just expand off of that, which is why it's such a great movie. Like, it's made three years after the original, but it's able to continue off at the same night. 
So I just, it's just a really great movie. That's all I need to say. Some people might agree, but I'm sticking with it. So for number two is Halloween. Halloween from guess which one? There's two left. 2018. Um, the only reason I didn't put this in first is because it has that slasher gasher thing. This is a great movie. Um, plenty of horror, plenty of everything. Um, and then at the end, they kill off Michael Myers by burning him in a house. They think he's dead, but obviously he's still alive because they come back. He comes back in the trailer for Halloween Kills. And yeah, um, I'm pretty excited for Halloween Enzo. I'm not gonna lie, but Halloween 2018 is pretty much the exact same thing as the last two. They recast. Well, actually, no. Jamie Lee Curtis plays Warrior Strode again, but it's all different. So you can you can just watch this one and not have to watch any of the last ones, or you can watch Halloween 2007 and watch any of the other ones. Um. Or you could just start from the beginning and watch every single one like I did. But number one, the best Halloween movie is 1978, Halloween 1978. Um, it had to have been like the best one and able to start all of this franchise, all 12 of them by now, and 13, com- 13 by next or next year, two years. It's just a really good movie. Um, it has that classic horror vibe that produced a, a villain, a horror villain that is iconic and almost everyone knows what he looks like he's just subdued in a hockey mask that everyone will know what he looks like as soon as you see him you know that you need to run um and one of the most scary things is that he just get breaks out of prison and he knows how to drive and then these cops this cop runs into this guy that's dressed like him and kills the kid and he's a kid and just kills him it's it's pretty it's it's, it's a sad thing but I can see where they were coming from. It might have been number three, honestly. I'm pretty sure it was this one. But yeah, so number one is Halloween 1978. And even this one, I'd still rate, I'd rate it a 4.5 out of 5. So that's all my Halloween movies ranked. And something that I completely forgot to mention about Halloween 4 is... When Jamie, at the end, when, um, she, well, she attacks her, well, Rachel's mom, or Rachel's mom, I think, and she attacks him, and then she puts on the mask, and it looks exactly what, it's pretty much exact same thing as when Michael Myers attacked his sister and killed her. So, it's a really, like, I, I, I was all like, what is happening right now? It's a crazy scene. And that's probably why I put it so high. It's just like that transition and that cinematography is just awesome. So now it's the real end of it. I just needed to throw this in there after I recorded. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. But yeah, that's 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 all I needed to say. So yeah. So for our first trailer this week, we got a brand new look trailer for the new movie coming out in 2022 called Morbius. Um, it was supposed to come out, I think, two years ago, honestly, but they just kept delaying it because of COVID, and it's looking to be a very, very, very good movie. Um, I love seeing Jared Leto in 
more move or more rolls. Sorry, um, then just his role is Joker, and there's another role I just recently seen him in. Um, but I don't remember what it was. I remember seeing him in Zack Snyder's Justice League in the in that one uh, like near the end, but I don't really remember what movie it was. I know he's been in the Joker movies. He's becoming. He's gonna be Morbius. He was in the House of Gucci, but that's not the one I haven't seen that yet. Um, what's it called? It's on the tip of my tongue. He's in the Suicide Squad. Um, well, he's in the Tron movies. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm searching it up right now. Yeah, I think I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't think I've seen him in anything else since. Is Joker versus Harley actually going to be a thing? Because I just found the picture of it on here. That'll be pretty interesting, Margot Robbie and Jared Leto. Yeah, I think, well, I see him in the Tron, the Tron movies. He's pretty good in the, he's pretty good in the Tron movies. Well, I don't know. Um, But we also see Michael Keaton in here. Um, I I think that this is going to be in a different multiverse. So maybe he's, um, the version we see is a different Ver, or a doppelganger of Adrian Toomes from Spider-Man, um, or Homecoming. Um, I thought, I think that'll be pretty cool to see. Um, but I could be wrong. Tell me what you think. Um, I could be just completely wrong and just be BSing. But we also see Tyrese Gibson in there, um, who you know as, um, Roman in the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, but this is, he's had a pretty good couple of years. Um, he was in the original Transformers, but that was a while ago. Um, he was also in uh, Fast and Furious 9, Fast and Furious 8. That was, was a while ago, Fast and Furious 8, The Fate of the Furious. Because Hobbs and Shaw came out, I think, last year. It, it came out around the same time as Birds of Prey, because I remember seeing um, a billboard in the movie theater, and on one line it said um, Birds of Prey, and then another line it said Hobbs and Shaw, so I don't know if that's right. I might be thinking of something else. might have been the Suicide Squad, but I'm pretty sure it's Birds of Prey. But, yeah, so I can't wait to watch this movie. He looks crazy. He has awesome powers. I love vampire movies. I can't wait to see him in live action, um, and Marvel's doing quite a bit with, um, vampires with the new Blade movie coming out soon, or in, like, 2023 or 4, um, they don't have a release date, but they, I'm pretty sure they're filming, but, yeah, so let's just, I've talked about it for enough, so let's just go into the trailer. Doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease from here. 
to find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. For the second trip, oh my gosh, that's really, 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 really echoey. Let me just get out of here real quick. That was echoey. Um, okay, so we're second trailer. I have a very, very bad audio of the book of Boba Fett trailer. There's just too many elements in this trailer that my microphone couldn't pick it up. Um, but when I re-listen to it, I'm like. I actually had to redo it because um, for the last a minute um, of the trailer, it just couldn't catch up with everything. So I had to redo it all. And luckily, the second time I did it, it was way better. So, Book of Boba Fett trailer, or Book of Boba Fett, is a spinoff of The Mandalorian. We see Ming-Na Wen's character in there. Um, and she's going crazy on Twitter. She's like, yeah! I can't wait. I can't wait either, Ming Now and I'm so excited. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to watch this. Don't know if I'm gonna do it um episode by episode on this one. Um but I can't wait. Um Disney Plus has really been having their year this year with WandaVision, Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier, Hawkeye this month, um B- Book of Boba Fett, and um December, um a bunch of Disney Plus movies. Like, um, like, uh, what's it called? Um, 
to Home Sweet Home Alone, which will come out soon. Um, the paying thirty dollars to be able to watch certain movies like Black Widow and stuff. They've had a lot of different um types of movies. They've had Marvel, Star Wars. They've been adding on to both of those. They haven't. They have National Geographic. If you're um old like my dad and love that stuff, which I don't. Um, they've had Ride of the Last Dragon, which you could pay thirty dollars for. Which honestly, I've kind of already forgotten about. Not gonna lie. Um, it's just been a very very good year for um for. Um, Disney Plus. They've had Turner and Hooch series. They've had uh, Monsters at Work. They had Doug Days, but Doug Days is only like a little, like, like a little thing, like a little itty bitty thing, which I was, I was kind of excited for it, but they only ended up being like nine minute long things. Like, you know those nine minute long episodes that they do that each episode teaches you something different? Like, get along with your friends and you'll get far in life. I don't think Jeff Bezos became the dutiest. Actually, it's Elon Musk who's the richest. Do now. I don't. I don't think that they let others um, tell them what to do. Um, that they wouldn't have got here. Elon Musk is going pretty crazy. Mark Zuckerberg. He kind of got a little screwed over, but now they're doing Meta. What Meta? Meta is probably going to change movies forever. Ready Player One actually might be a thing, and I can't wait for that because I love Ready Player One. I love me some Ready Player One. Um, but they had Turner and Hoots, they've had, what are some other ones, they had, um, what's it called, that one vet lady that's going on now, they've had Dara the Future President, High School Musical, the series, they've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, they've had Big Shot, Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks I actually liked, I really liked Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, that was a very good um, show, just because of how much I liked the original Mighty Ducks movies. Um, but... Yeah, so Disney Plus has had a very, very great year, and I can't wait to see what they come out with next year, and the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. It's just not ever going to die. It's just one of those things that will just be, it for, be there forever, and there's nothing you can do about it. Same with like HBO Max and Netflix. You're not getting rid of it. But let's just go on to the very, very bad audio of Book of Boba Fett. Feel free to skip a minute and 40, what is it, 48 seconds, I'm pretty sure. Feel free to skip that much, starting now. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. Java ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Javarat. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Speak of conflict. A corporation can make us all rich. 
spoken such insolence to Java. He'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please. Speak freely. Okay, so unfortunately, um, for the rest of the trailers that I had, which were Uncharted, Lightyear, and what was it? It's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's definitely coming to me. Um, Sing 2, um, those three, um, I did not have time to record them, and unfortunately, I, they will have to be postponed until next week's episode. And, yeah, but, like, yours only, like, a 10-second thing, because I'm only just going to cut out the, like, thing where they talk, so I'm not really going to have to deal with much of that. But, Sing 2 and uh, Uncharted, um, I've already done the original Sing 2, but I'll talk about Uncharted later. But, yeah, so that's the end of all of my movie, or trailers this week, so... Yeah, so let's just go on to topic three. Okay, so now it's time for the most news that I am pretty sure I've ever had. Yeah, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen bits of news from the past two weeks. That's one news piece of news per day. Jeez. Okay. Um. So, I guess we'll just get started. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, never mind. It's 15. I forgot to add something. Let me just add it real quick. Actually, I'll just say it right now. Okay, so, Bill Murray has officially been... I I don't even know. I'm pretty sure I didn't say it in the last episode, but just in case I didn't. Bill Murray has officially been cast in Ant-Man and the Wasp of Mania. He revealed it during a... I don't know, press conference or something, but he didn't say who he will be playing because Kevin Feige probably would have, like, yelled at him and probably kicked his butt or something. But, yeah, so I'm excited to see Bill Murray. I haven't seen him in a while. I saw him in the, in the like, the credits, like, the pictures of um Space Jam A New Legacy. I saw him in those. You get to see him in there playing golf with um a t- Looney Tune, I'm pretty sure. But... That's just a nod to him being in the first Space Jam movie. But, yeah, so I'm excited to see him in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I think that'll be fun. Um, So for news, other news, Dune makes $17.5 million opening weekend with $238 million worldwide right now. Um, I'm sure it's more by the time that this is getting released, but, jeez, that's a lot of... That's a lot of money for opening weekend, um, I honestly thought that it would have broken four, I think that it'll break $500 million by the end of next week, and I think that the highest it'll possibly get to is $700 because a lot of people have been waiting for this, I can't wait to see it in IMAX, it's gonna be dope, um, and not so great news. Um, Alec Baldwin accidentally shoots and kills a cinematographer named Hay- Holly Hutchins 
and injured director Joel Souza on the set of Rust with a prop gun. Um, I posted a little bit of it on Twitter. I'm a little bit sad about it. I'm I, I'm a little bit sad that Alec Baldwin for Alec Baldwin. I'm not, I'm not a little bit sad about it. I'm really sad about it. But I'm sad that Alec Baldwin had to be caught up in this. It's not hit. It's like because they they had uh, problems in the past with um prop guns going off. They just they just kept they just didn't just just ignored it and ignored it and, and eventually something like this was gonna happen. But it's just terrible that Alec Baldwin got caught in there, and now he has to live with that for the rest of his life. It's it's just terrible, and I feel so bad for Holly Hutchins' family, and I hope that Joel Joel Souza gets better and. My, I'll send my thoughts and prayers to them. So, on other news, Ryan Gosling is talk is well, talking about starring as Ken in a Barbie Barbie movie with Margot Robbie. Um, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. But it's I'm just saying, like if if you want to watch that stuff, it's it's all it's all on you. I don't. I'm not gonna stop you. Um, but. I'm guess Ryan Gosling's a really good actor, and I'm sure he'll do something pretty interesting with this character, especially Margot Robbie. She'll do something pretty good. Um, in other news, Hayden Christensen will reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker in the upcoming Disney Plus series Ahsoka. I'm 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 excited to see what they take with um do with Ahsoka, especially after her appearance in The Mandalorian season two. I got, I was like, I was, I was like, when I first saw her, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the lady from Clone Wars. Um, and I remember Mandalorian season two was going on right when I got Disney Plus and and we were just watching them as they were coming out and it was pretty exciting to see her for the first time in live action, not going to lie. Because for some, well, I didn't finish the Clone Wars, so, but she just wasn't in um, um, Revenge of the Sith or any, or, like, I would have expected her to be in A New Hope, at least, like, trying to fight, but, or trying to fight um, Darth Vader, but who knows, maybe it was too tough for her. Um, in other news, Emily Blunt is cast in Oppenheimer, directed by Chris. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. He's just gonna. He's gonna. He's been having a lot of good movies recently. Well, not actually that recently. He's had a lot of good, great hits over the years, and he's just a, like one of the best actors I know. And so is Emily Blunt. I mean, not actors. Uh, um, Christopher Nolan's a director, but Emily Blunt's a really good actor too. I just saw her in Jungle Cruise like a few months ago. She's in Quiet Place Part Two, which I didn't see. But yeah. That's what I saw in this year. In other news, Chris Pratt has gotten a new animated role, and guess what he's playing? He's playing Garfield. Garfield. Who is his agent? Like I saw this on Twitter. His agent, like he, he like responded to someone asking, "Who's your agent?" And he's he's like he he um uh, he says his name. I didn't remember it, but yeah, they work really hard, and I'm glad that I've been able to get this many roles with them. Um, because he, he's got Mario, and now he's gonna play Garfield, so, I'm excited to see what that does, because it's Sony Animation, so, I bet it'll probably be pretty good. 
So in other news, Dune Part 2 has officially been announced. We all knew that it was coming, but it just hasn't been confirmed until now. So, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about that. So, Wizard and Sandman are confirmed to be in No Way Home by Empire Magazine. Sandman is probably my favorite character from Spider-Man 3. But there's like three of them, so... Uh, Venom was terrible. Um, Sandman was definitely my favorite villain out of the three of them. Um, Green Goblin and those two. Um, if it weren't for Doc Ock and Green and the original Green Goblin, he'd be my favorite. But mm, whatever. Um, Sandman played by Thomas Hayden Church and Wizard is played by Riss Effons. And so far, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Sandman, Lizard, and Electro are all confirmed. So, I'm excited to see that. Um, I can't, I cannot wait for No Way Home. I can't believe it's already, it's only a month away. Well, next month. But I'm still excited, nonetheless. And, bro, Sony has, like, the worst security in the world. Like, they cannot keep a secret. I mean, bro, bro, <laughs> they... They have probably have the like, most leaks out of any other studio that there is. Like, I don't even know. Um, okay, so we also got some art for Green Goblin. Um, well, what he'll supposedly be looking like in Spider-Man No Way Home. He has this cool Green Goblin outfit. It's Willem Dafoe, and he has pouches, and he looks like he's been in a lot of fights. So maybe this is in another multiverse with Spider-Man, but with um like Spider-Man and everything with Tobey Maguire. But maybe it's one where he doesn't get killed, but he gets like exiled or something. Or maybe it's in a tougher world than us. But who knows? Um, Eternals, which just came out yesterday. If you're listening to this on Friday. Gets the second best opening in Korea during pandemic, during the pandemic with a hundred fifty million dollar worldwide opening. That's a lot of money, my jeez. That is a lot of money. And so far, Rotten Tomatoes just giving it crap. It has like a fifty three percent Rotten Tomatoes score. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. I listen to IMDb page once there's been enough people watching it to be able to submit it and actually not. I have to listen to Rotten Tomatoes because Rotten Tomatoes is just loadable. Um, in other news, Gail Garcia Bernal to star in Marvel's werewolf focused werewolf focused Disney Plus Halloween special. It's not this year, but well, I honestly don't know. It's not this year though. Um, I don't know what it's gonna be called. Maybe like Man Wolf or something. Because that was a comic book that I, I have a comic book of that I posted on Twitter a while ago. Um, but yeah, so I don't really have much more to say about that. Um, so in sequels, well, we got Zack Snyder's Planet of the Dead. Yo, that's a sick movie title. I can't wait to um see that. It's gonna be crazy because um. That one, that one dude, I can't remember his name right now, he brought it to New Mexico, 
and he brought the zombie, he got bit, and he brought it to New Mexico, and then he must affect it from there, and then everyone gets infected there, and eventually probably just spreads like the coronavirus. Um, well, it's supposed to include time loops, portals, and doors to other realms. I don't know how I feel about that. I just kind of feel like they're taking a little too far with portals and doors to other realms, but mm, that's just my opinion. Zack Snyder, he'll probably make it look cool. Another Zack Snyder Netflix news, his upcoming sci-fi action Netflix movie, Rebel Moon, cast Sofia Boutella in the lead role. I don't know what to say about this. I haven't seen any of those movies, so, or, what well, he's taking a take on. He has a take on some kind of franchise, but I've never seen it, so I can't really tell you what it's about. Um, in, other, in the last bit of news, um, Black Panther 2. Shuri is confirmed to be the lead, with Namor being the villain. I don't know much about Namor, but I can't wait to see Shuri in a, in a lead role. I wonder what they do with the Black Panther character. Like, do they, he's, he, does he just like disappear, or do they have like a funeral for him in 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 the movie or something like that? Like, I don't know. But will Shuri get the purple um, power juice? That but it did get destroyed in. Um, uh, Black Panther, but maybe they regrew it or something. Oh, in the five years during the stop, of course they regrew it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I don't know if I'm that excited, just because I'm really sad that the Ch- that Chadwick Boseman died, but I'm not very excited that he, that there's no Black Panther. But I'm I'm interested in what he'll have to offer. So yeah, that's all the movie news that I have for this week. Full 12 minute and 30 second thing. Wow, that's a lot of movie news. So for a review, I do not have a movie review, but I do have a series review. And that series review is on Squid Game. Uh, I'm going to try to cut this a little short because I'm running short on time. Well, I don't have a timeline, but I'm just trying to get done by... Well, it's 9.19 right now, so I'm going to try to get done by 9... 30 so i have 10 minutes um so we this is a very i'm interested in what this and what this um and and i was a little interested because it was blowing up um it was blowing up everywhere i was seeing like tiktok videos on it and youtube videos like doing squid game in real life i'm like hey what's this i'm gonna have to check it out and then it turns out to be like one of my favorite series or TV shows that there are. Well, right now, um, I'll just tell you what it's about. Um, so this movie, I mean this series, sorry, follows this guy named Gihan, and he's poor and he has a daughter to support. And he doesn't know how to be a, a good dad, and. He's looking for financial aid. When this guy comes up to him in a subway, he's like, hey, do you want to play this game? Put this tile over, and I'll give you money. And then he fails, and every time he fails, he gets slapped. And then, so, eventually he gets in, and then he gives him a card saying, hey, do you want to get more money? Come here. And so, long story short, he does, and they go there, and we meet a bunch of um, main characters. We meet Sangwoo. Sabiok, oh, we we actually meet Sabiok later on when he wins, um, when Gihan wins the, um, what's it called, the, um, horse racing, he wins horse racing, um, 
and he runs into Sabiuk, and she pickpockets him, um, making him think that it was a hole in his pocket. But unless it fell out of his hole in his pocket when he hit her or something, but I don't know. And we meet Ilnam, or 001. <laughs> I call him 001 the entire thing. I see 007. I saw 007 once in the series. I almost freaked out. <laughs> but, um, and then, so they have the first game. They're they're all innocent. They don't know what's going on. They don't know that Lahore is lying in front of them. But then, guess what? Bang. Like, they're playing Red, White, Green, Light. In case you don't know, somehow know what Red, White, Green, Light is. They say Red, White, you have to stop. And if you get caught, or, well, they say Green, Light, you get to go. And you have to make it to the end without getting caught. When they say red light, it turns around and then it sees who's moving and they're out. But usually they're just out and they call them out and they're out. But this time they just get shot. Like, bang, bang, you're dead. Um, It was pretty crazy because if you didn't know, I, I already knew that everyone was going to die. But I didn't know that it was going to be that brutal. Honestly. I mean... I was expecting, honestly, I was expecting like a PG-13 kind of thing, but where it doesn't show the deaths, but it still admits that it happened. But in this one, it actually shows people getting shot in the head and stuff like that. But except with the main characters, that's a little too sad. But, and yeah, so they start, um, um, red light, green light. And then as soon as they, um, people find out that that guy got shot, they all just start running for some stupid reason. Everyone just starts dying and dying, and they all just are about, everyone's about to die, and then, like, well, there's 101 people, or there's 201 people left, because I remember the vote, there's 456 people to start with, so, 201, or 456, minus... 201. So the 255 people died. So, geez, a lot of people died. Um, and so, Gihon's about to die. He falls, he's about to fall, but then Aoi catches him, which is Aoi is the best person in the world. He's nice, he's friendly, he'll do anything for his friends. He says sir to everyone. He's so sweet and nice. And everyone just loves him immediately. He just like he steals the show. He's just like, oh, I will, I want him to win. Everyone knows he can just die except for Gihan and Ilnam. Everyone loves Ilnam. Um, we also oh I I forgot to mention him. We also meet this bully dude who I forgot his name is like I think his name is like Sang Boo or something. And this lady I don't remember her name. Um, but her and him have like an on-off relationship like. They've never seen each other before, but in you just have to watch it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much for you, even though I'm spoiling the entire show. I don't feel like explaining it. <laughs> so I'm a terrible podcaster. Um, but yeah. So after that, in episode two, they decide I'm definitely not gonna get done by nine thirty. Okay. Um, in episode two, they decide to take a vote, and if the majority of them decide to leave, then they can leave, but if a majority of them say to stay, then they're staying and competing in the games, but they all decide to leave, and, but it's like 10, it's 101 to 100, 
that's how I knew that it was 201 people left. And so they all decide to leave or come. I mean, they all decide to leave and they are, go back to their lives. They realize how bad they had it and they want all, pretty much everyone wants to come back. Like, I'm pretty sure like 25 people, um, people didn't come back. And so it's a little different on how they brought him back. They you, they just dropped the card off. Like, they were like, hey, they're going to come back anyway. And everyone comes back. All the main characters come back. Um, and everything. But Gihan's pretty funny in this movie. I mean, in the series. Um, because, like, he's just like, I, I swear on my mother, I, um, you, if you cut me loose, I won't, I won't try to, um, take my money back. And then she's like, okay, bet. And then he, she uncuts his feet so he can run around. And he's like, give me back my money. She's like, wow, that's how much you think of your mother? That's sad. Um, but then we see, like, these iconic, well, I'll say that later. Then they all come back, and then we see, well, we've already seen them in the first episode, but we see these iconic red hooded guys. There's one triangle, which, okay, I'm going to explain the ranking of them. The circle is the lowest. Triangle is the superior to the circle. Superior to the circle. And square is the most superior. Like, it just leads them, and then the black hooded guy leads all of them, and then the gold-headed people rule all of them. And then the host, which is turns out to be Ilnam, he rules all the gold people. So, it's pretty confusing if you don't pay attention that much. But, so when they all decide to come back, and then this cop um, follows them, looking for his brother, which turns out to be the black-hooded guy, but we find that out later. Um, so in episode three, we have this cookie thing where they have to cut out the, their cookie shape without breaking the cookie, or they die. Um, so, this is where Sang-Lu, um, we start to realize that he's slowly losing his morality. Um, he starts, he's, he decides not to tell Gihan that, um, about what what the game is because he secretly knows what the game is, but um when Gihan chooses a triangle which is the hardest shape he chooses not to tell him because he wants to win it'll be harder to say goodbye later probably, and he's willing to betray everyone just for that, and Sabiak knows that um he knows something so he follows him into the triangle which is the easiest one, um and Ilnam he does. Star and Ali does the circle, and that one lady that um that's friends with the boy or the main dude. He um she brought a lighter. She snuck it up use um with her um well she stuck it in a capsule. She stuck a cigarettes in a lighter and shoved it up her. So um so. She was able to heat her needle so she could cut it out easier. And then she gave it to that bully guy so that she would have an asset in there. Um, so, um, Gihan finds out by licking it, you can, um, get the shape out faster. And they do that, which saves Ilnam and him. 
and a lot of people start doing it and then and then uh, um um uh, a player that got his um thing or cookie broken he grabs a square hooded guy which is the highest rank and he forces him to take off his hood and then the guy in the black hood just comes in and shoots the guy because shoots both of them because you're not supposed to take off your hoods and he lost so um that's the end of episode three so episode four um trying to remember what happened in episode four i'm pretty sure it's just the aftermath of that where they're they're chilling a little bit and because they're like recovering from the last one and yeah um and then they do a tug of war, which I'm pretty sure is episode five, but it could be wrong. I think it's four though. Um, they do tug of war and they win because Ilnam remembers a trick that he used to do when he was younger with tug of war. Um, so if they all like lean back as hard as they can, he teaches it all to them. I'm not gonna explain it, but if they all lean hard back and then when they falter, then they all just start pulling and then somehow they win against this decently strong team. Um, they have a weaker team though, so it's a little weird to watch. But um, it's a little excruciating to see people fall. But well, they don't show them hitting the round, luckily. <laughs> but um, so they their team wins, which consists of um, Gihan, Ali, Sangwoo, Ilnam, Sebyuk, that. Um, that one lady who gets mad at that, um, one, that bully, because he wouldn't let her on a, the team, he's like, nah, get out of here, and then she's like, hey, I'm gonna kill you, and, yeah, um, yeah, this is definitely episode, what, this is episode four, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, um, so, there's also this, well, I forgot the rest of the people on their team, um, but there's also the surgeon guy who's just taking out parts of people and then selling them on the black market for the, the squid game or the guys in the red hoods and stuff, but that's not really, um, but then the cop who I haven't mentioned in a while, he sneaks in there, he takes the place of a red-headed ki- a guy by killing him, he also kill- He also takes the hood of the square-headed guy that got shot and he, he can pass as a superior or a inferior. Um. So after the tug of war, the next game is marbles. Like marble. Yeah, it's marbles. And this is where we lose most of our main characters. Um, if I'm thinking right, I might have skipped the game. But if I did, I'm sorry. Um. But this is where we lose a bunch of our main characters. Um. We lose Ali, Ilnam. And we, oh, we also lose this other North, or we also lose this other Korean lady that, um, whose father was a preacher and ended up killing her mom. And she, um, was on the tug of war team, but she teams up with Sabiak and she's all like, all right, um, tell me your life story and we can all just win it in one thing, whoever there's the thing, the furthest wins. And so she wanted to find out who needed the, um, who needed the, um, the money to win more, either her or Sabiak, and she figures out that Sabiak needs it more to 
um, get her mother back from the um from South Korea or North Korea, sorry, and her brother out of an orphanage. So she sacrifices herself so she can have that, which is a really nice moment. But um, Sang Woo is just a jerk, and he just leaves Ali to die. And Gihan uses Ilnam's memory disorder, like dementia, to get the best of him and win. But you can see where he's coming from. I do feel bad for um, Ilnam, even though he's just testing him the entire time. But Gihan does try to manipulate him, but he does end up winning the entire thing at the end. Spoiler. But, yeah. So, after this, um, okay, so after this, it is the glass. So, this is where we lose everyone but three characters. We lose the bully, we lose that one lady, we lose, hmm, we lose the preacher guy, we lose Everyone but Gihan, Singwoo, and and Sabiuk. Um, they all die. They all fall to, from the glass panes. Um, and die. But Sabiuk gets stabbed. Um, when all the glass blows up, Sabiuk gets stabbed in the um chest, which doesn't kill her, but she's hurt and she doesn't die yet. Um, but later on. In the next episode, episode 9, the last episode, um, they have the squid game. Or, well, in episode 8, we have, um, the, um, VIPs come, and they watch the glass pane, and this one in the lion mask, he, it's hard to explain. Um, so the cop is dressed up as a waiter, and the he, and the um, the wine guy um turns out to be gay, and he tries to get the um guy get the cop to um with him, and he's like, "Satisfy me in five minutes." He and um the cop just grabs his balls and just knocks him out or something, and then so black um masked guy chases after him to an island and. Um, they chase him to a cliff, and, and then it re- is revealed that the guy in the black mask is the cop's brother, and he shoots him in the shoulder. The Well, the black mask guy shoots the cop in the shoulder, and he falls down, possibly into season two. He falls all the way into season two, if needed, and if he survives. But yeah, so in the last episode, um, they all have a meal, and then they all take a knife and then save or and then um Sing Wu stabs a knife into Sabiak's neck, saying that he put her out of her misery or whatever. So yeah, but then they have the big squid game, which is the final one, and it is Sing Wu versus Gihan. They fight and then. Gion gets stabbed in the um hand. Um, they're fighting, and then and then Singwoo's laying on the ground, about to die. But then, um, Gion's all like, "I don't want to do this. Um, could we just end it now?" And then, um, the mask guys are like, "He's right there. Just kill him." And then and then Singwoo just ends up killing himself, letting Gion win.
Um, and so they take Gihan back to the world where he gets his lot of money, and he doesn't use any of it for a few years, and then he finds out that Ilnam never died. Um, he actually created the Squid Game, and then um, him and him make um, him and Elnam make a game. Um, they say Elnam says that society's messed up, and that so no one will help the homeless guy, and that by twelve o'clock, um, no one will help him. So they take the bet, and they're talking, and then at twelve o'clock, like five seconds before, someone helps him, but then that's when Elnam dies, and and Gihan's all like. Because um of his tumor in his head, which I forgot to mention, Ilnam has a tumor in his head, and so Gideon's all like, "You saw that," and so um after that he he doesn't use any of his money for the year, and so then he just leaves, and then he dyes his hair pink and stuff, and then he goes to an airport where he sees the guy that played the towel game with him at the beginning of the series, playing with someone else, and they, he gives them a card, and they seize it, and they're like, oh, no, 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 and so he runs over to the guy, takes the card from him, and then calls him up, he's like, um, he, well, he says something that the black um, mask guy said to him before they knocked him out and get, sent him home, but, um, he's like, play a 456, and he's like, you better get on that plane, I'm like, what? They know he's on a plane this creepy. And he's like, no, I'm coming to stop you. And then that's where the series ends. Right on the series season two. So if I had to rate this season, I would rate it a 4.5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5. Um, I want to say honeycombs. Because that's the... And then they cut out, or 4.5 out of 5 mysterious cards, or marbles, 4.5 out of, yeah, 4.5 out of 5 marbles. Um, it's a very interesting take on everything that we've ever learned about our, what games that we used to play as a kid. I've only, I only played like one or two of those games. I played Red, Light, Green, Light, and, um... Tug of War. There's only two that out of all of those that I played. I don't play with glass or anything. Um, but it's definitely a great series. You definitely go check it out if you haven't already. It's on Netflix. This ended up being a 20 minute, 20 minute th- um section. So I guess there's a pretty good episode this um week. It's pretty long. So I guess that that's the end of it so thank you guys so much for listening i appreciate it a lot please hit that follow button um i'll try to start letting getting um uh, what's it called uh getting content out every week but if i can't i'll put it on twitter follow me at main moviecast contact me main moviecast at gmail.com i'll answer questions i'll take segment requests i'll do whatever. I'll just send me something, and I'll might put it in the episode. It doesn't matter. You can even say, "Hey, don't put this in the episode. I just want to pay this." I'm like, "Okay, but um, but yeah, um, you can send me a DM on Twitter. My DMs are open to everyone. I'm pretty sure. So do that. Um, and yeah. So 
follow me on Twitter, do all that jazz. Thank you guys so much for listening. It means a lot to me. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of the MovieCast. See ya.